All right, good evening, and thank you for joining us on Football Extract with yours truly, Jerry Foma, the Jays Wonder right here on Empire Radio 104.5 FM. As you all know, Football Extract is inspired by Talk Football Talk Sport, and it's strictly a football program every Wednesday um, by 5 to 6 p.m. So please, thank you for always making it a date with us. And um, for those of you that don't know, please help us spread the word um, for people to always make it a date with us, where uh, we speak about football alone for just one hour once every week. I'm not alone in the studio, I have with me. The gunner man himself, Ike Okoye. Welcome, Ike. How are you doing? Um, very good this wet very Wednesday wet. Very wet. evening. Very wet. <laughs> and um, it's good to be, be here as well um, as we talk football um, generally. And uh, it's good to always have our listeners at the other end, mm-hmm. the MIC listening to us. Good mm-hmm. to you guys for uh, always having us. I tell you, we do, having we, our back. We do not back, take you guys for back. granted. We do not. We do not take you guys for granted. We do not take you guys for granted. Well said, Ike. Well said, Ike. I need to come and take some marketing classes from you so that uh, this money will increase. It's cheap, you know. It's just, just, just a couple of hundreds of pounds. <laughs> All right, don't forget um, Talk Football Talk Sports. Mondays now 11 a.m., Fridays now f- um, 4 p.m. Football Extract remains the same every Wednesday by 5 p.m. Um, we now have four winners from our career score prediction. Um, an improvement from our one winner. And also, there's an increase um, from. Um, I had a couple of sponsors in the middle of the week from the guys in the group. They are keeping it real. Shout out to you guys, man. You guys are you guys are keeping it amazing. Um, for the FPL, they want to drive the FPL as the fan, Empire FM Fantasy Premier League, and they are, um, it's on them. It's not even on me. It's on them. You know, they are giving the uh, manager of the week and uh, the person with the highest point, um, 500 naira airtime, and um, at the end of the month, I think 2,000 naira airtime. So you know, so imagine the final week where you get away the manager of the week and the manager of the month. <laughs> That's crazy. So you know, shout out to the guys in the group and also in the main group where the banter is non-stop. In fact, today I was looking for what to say and I think I drew my inspiration from the discussions we had in the group. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we will um, talk about that in a minute. But then, if you want to join both groups or you want to sponsor the show or you want to discuss terms and conditions with me, I just send me hi on WhatsApp to 0027972008 and I will um, send you um, the link um, to both groups if you want to join both groups and if you want to talk to me you can always chat me there and um, if you have to turn it into a conversation thing it's okay um, without your support we cannot do what we do and we cannot grow bigger so please eh, endeavor to try and support us but then let us get into the thick of things and into football news from around the world selected Nations League matches today and tomorrow we'll see Scotland battle um, Ukraine um, Croatia face Denmark it's Turkey versus Luxembourg Kazakhstan versus Belarus um, Latvia versus Moldova, Slovakia versus Azerbaijan, and France play Austria, Belgium host Wales, while Poland go head to head with the Netherlands. Um, I, I know sometimes the international break can be frustrating, uh, but then <laughs> we have to we have to just embrace it. You know, it's it's been a weird calendar um, um, with the World Cup in November. Um, that's football break uh, in between the seasons and all that. Then the congested fixtures, um, the postponed fixtures. You know the old thing, but then international break is the international break where you cannot take the love for playing for your country. Yeah. Um, we even the Super Eagles have friendly matches, and some of the boys are already in the camp already. So, but then you know that's still the weekend. Uh, focusing on matches today and tomorrow is just the the Nations League, and 
what's your take on um, the upcoming matches in the Nations League? There are some decent matches there, at least Scotland and Ukraine. It will be interesting to, one to see. And Croatia also Denmark. That will be an interesting one. France play Austria. Austria, um, their new manager. Um, Raf Ragnik, <laughs> he has been saying a lot since he left Manchester United, but then his Austrian team has been doing um, really good. Uh, Belgium versus Wales, that's an interesting one. And Poland versus Netherlands, where you get to see Lewandowski go against um, Memphis Depay and the rest yeah. of them. That's his teammates, and Frankie de Jong and Memphis Depay. So, which of all these games, at least there are still some things to look forward to in this game. So, you know, it's not it's not all boring. <laughs> well, it's not all boring, and um, okay, I think Bra Brazil and Argentina's uh, match it was cancelled. Yeah, it was cancelled. Yeah, it was cancelled. Yeah. Um, France will be an interesting game um, against Austria, yeah. um, especially because France have a whole. I tell you, a lot uh, of controversies uh, around that team right now. Yeah, plus they they are having um, a lot of um, injured players too. At true, the moment, true. a whole lot. In fact, they, they are probably the ones with the highest um, injury uh, list right now. Mm. And um, so uh, it will be nice to see how they get going. Previous matches, they've been like, you know, having losses and and draws. Yeah, yeah. You know, before before the last the, um, during the last international break. Yeah, yeah. They lost against Croatia at home. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember this same Austria drew against France true. and their last game and um, Croatia drew them the upper one so you know um, this might not be exactly the kind of France but then yeah, I used to saying but then, but then when you have Mbappe <laughs> you can't complain Christopher and, and stuff like that so you, you see and this is home they, they will be home this mm -hmm. time around mm -hmm. um, Croatia Denmark again uh, two teams that I'll probably see at par mm -hmm. you know anything goes in that game as well Belgium you want to expect them to to have a run against Wales mm -hmm. and um, Netherlands, uh, Poland, Netherlands. You know, it's just. Um, it is what it is. It is what it, it is. is. What it is. Um, yeah, it's just. In, just in, in two days' time, we we'll now have yeah. Italy yeah. versus uh, England, and that's, yeah, the, 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 big that's the game the weekend. that I'm actually looking forward to uh, this week mm. in particular. We we'll get to talk about that on the show on Friday, though. Yeah, so, yeah, so the outcomes. It's because um, we have a show before those games, that's why I didn't bring those games up now. So, anyways, um, just just enjoy, just enjoy the games. Um, it's yeah, not we, we understand that you know once the the league games are out and we're back to all these international, mm. it's not everybody that actually watches the mm. the international uh, true, true. Know, games. True. Aside from when Nigeria is playing, obviously. Um, but you know, you guys should um, you know take your time out, check out your players, you know that plays for your club, and see how they are performing yeah. internationally. See their form for their country. So when, when we start talking about the players that are world class. You don't you don't weigh your players based on just their performance at the club level. If you know, and you when know. an award is given and then you are there partly that why didn't this guy get it based on uh, on their club performance mm. without actually uh, being able to say how far mm. they All do in their, their country, for their country. country home. Yeah, yeah. I know where you are going. We'll get there in a minute. In fact, <laughs> let me let me power there. Let me we'll, we'll get there in a minute. Um, on on the local front, Arisin Jala. A member of the Professional Football Association of Nigeria, a group seeking the amendment of NFF statutes, says the FA chairman are not um, qualified to seek elections, adding that it will distract their primary ass assignment in their states. Um, a federal high court in Abuja ruled that all parties should maintain status quo and adjourn the elections later for September 30th to October um, 31st. He said, uh, that's Jala now, he said the current NFF constitution needed amendment for proper inclusion before any election could hold as um as uh, i now called out um current state chairman 
running for a place on the NFF board. What this simply means is that you cannot be an FA chairman in your state and you are going for a post in the NFF. Now, what this means is um, while having both posts, you, one of the posts will suffer. Is it that your position in the um, glass house, you are not able to do that one effectively or your state, your position in the state, you will not be able to do that one. I think he has a point here. Ike, what do you think? Yeah, he, he, he does. The thing is, this is Nigeria again. Um, they are occupying a post, a position in the state level. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know how many of them that are currently in the you know, national level and also holding a position in the state level. I don't know if there is any um, officer in that kind of position right now. If there is, then obviously the state level or the federal level will suffer. And you and I know that the state level mm -hmm. will suffer more than the federal level because they are permanently going to position themselves in Abuja. Mm -hmm. But the, on, on the other hand, is they asking them to resign and then contest for that position? Or when they eventually win, you know, the position they are contesting? Should they resign for their district? Yeah, so you, you get And we know in Nigeria, even in the normal political levels, you have people being occupying a certain position mm. and then going for a, a higher, higher one. Position, yes. So that if they now lose, fine, they, they now come continue up. with the but that's previous just, position. That's just unfair. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, these are the amendments that is calling that, out. Now, that now, it, now it, it's unfair, like, like you mentioned, but the constitution allowed it. Exactly. And if the constitution allowed it, then it's not unfair, it's legal. So then we need to which, amend the which constitution. Which is where he's coming in now. Exactly. We should we should amend this constitution so that you can either focus on the state level. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in the federal level, finish your be room done with there, your state level come here. and progress to exactly. the federal level. Exactly. If you are out, we know you are out. Exactly. And not put one leg here in, and, and then one you leg put another leg out. And put yourself in an an, an, an advantageous situation over your rivals. Exactly. Exactly. You you said it well. Um, you said it well. Um, if there's anybody that wants to contribute to that when we throw the phone lines open, you can do that. But then moving on to the next um, football news here. Nice are uh, hoping they can convince former PSG and sports manager uh, Mauricio Pochettino to replace Lucien Favre as manager of the League One club. Do you think um, um, Pochettino should just take this job and try and build himself back up as a manager? Or when you move from the likes of um, PSG, you should be looking at a um, bigger club. With all due respect to Nice, um, not um, taking that job like a um, like uh, he's been linked with the job. I don't know. He he knows. Uh, he understands needs better than we all do. Um, mm. I mean, it's positioned in the league. He has operated for years now. Personally, I, I would even rather take up a job with Southampton than take a knees job. Mm. You know, because of this, the, the status of the Premier League, and and I, I, you know, we always do have this kind of arguments on why people would, you know, especially even with players, mm -hmm. where they get to pick a certain Premier League club over what looks like a bigger. It's because of the status of the Premier League mm -hmm. and the kind of opportunity you're facing, and the caliber of players mm -hmm. you have at your disposal, mm -hmm. as against those other clubs. Yep. So, le left for me, I don't know what his decision will be. It is to take. Um, but I believe jobs will still come up in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. There are actually some mm -hmm. uh, that are available right true, now, true. and 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 some people are actually the going less, to lose the their job. The Leicester job is up is up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. But then we know their situation, and I don't think um, Pochettino will survive. I would definitely not even advise him. <laughs> exactly. Leicester City because exactly. he, so. he would definitely go down with Leicester as it mm. is. Mm. Um, but I don't know. He knows best. But personally, I, I wouldn't just take any such job.
All right, uh, moving on. Juventus Board of Directors will hold a meeting on Friday to discuss the future of manager Max Allegri with the Italian Giants 8 in the Serie A table with just two wins from seven games. Uh, me and Desmond spoke about this on Monday and uh, due to some um, shocking results over the weekend, uh, the likes of um, Bayern Munich um, getting beaten. Um, that means in their last um, four, four league games, they had three, do- um, three draws and one defeat. Um, we all know Juventus just have two wins from seven games, struggling badly both in the league and in the Champions League. The likes of um, Simeone Izaghi of Inter Milan, um, not have, I think they are eighth in the league as well, or seventh in the league. I'm um, struggling in the Serie A as well. His job um, also on the line, and with uh, managers like Thomas Tuchel available, is he a race of um, Bayern Munich, Juventus, <laughs> or Inter Milan? Um, you know, vying for his signature, um, knowing that they don't have to pay any fee to any club that is contracted to to get him and he can just get down to work because whether we like it or not he has gone to PSG he has won things he came to Chelsea one thing so his credential speaks for himself but then it's safe to say Max Allegri's job is on the line now it's definitely on the line you know we've talked about Juventus even at the beginning of this season as even last season we did talk about them some couple of weeks ago we talked about them when we're even talking about their position as against Benfica on who will occupy the second position True. in that group and is looking even more obvious right now that uh, that managerial position mm. might not be his, you know, For long. especially losing against Monza. Monza, you can see Swallow the Benfica, but uh, Monza, man, come on. No, nobody would have, you know, seen that loss True. coming in. It's a club that I, I'm not sure they have won any game this season. Mm. Uh, they won two games in um, two wins from seven games in this area. This <laughs> I think they managed some early wins. Um, it's been a while, though. It's been a while. Uh, they won two wins from from seven games because we still have a lot to talk about. But then let's. Um, there's this one from Barcelona that I like in as much as I will I will propose you when you're down. <laughs> I will enter you if your club is struggling and uh, you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing as a big club. Um, when you manage to turn these things around, I will also give you the props um, that you deserve. And I've slated Barcelona a lot. I've said I don't know how they are doing it. I don't know how they are running their finances there. But then they recorded a profit of £86 million for the last financial year as announced by the Catalan club. Uh, Barcelona were unable to register new players because of the league's financial regulations, having made a loss of £422 million um, the previous year. However, um, they freed up funding with several economic levers. Uh, that means they sold um, the shares of their future TV rights and their media production unit, which is the Barcelona. Studios and close the 2021-2022 financial year with a turnover of 890 million pounds. Now, um, not many people understand financial, but what they've done is right, right now Barcelona is a football club. They are operating on a profit, on a profit of 86 million pounds. They balance their book very well. Yes, we, we you know with those sales while we're here making mm. caricature of them. Yeah, their yeah. accountants were actually pretty seated mm-hmm. and working out their maths. Um, you know, uh, uh, letting go of some of the rights they have mm-hmm. in certain assets, uh, some of the players they let go. You know, all those times they were doing all those delay- delays. These were the things they were putting in place. And now we understand the confidence they had when they were blowing those money and were like, which kind uh, would you do money? <laughs> so now we are seeing the results. Yeah, yeah. So congratulations to them, though. Uh, in as much as they've sold um, a huge um, chunk of their infrastructure, but then whatever it is, they have the right to also buy it back. Um, and they have the money to buy back in the future. Um, they sold this for 25 years if they can balance their book for 10, maybe 12, 15 years. They have the right to buy it back, you know, and have 100% um, control of their TV rights in the future. So good ones to them there. They really, they really tried. I hope in a few years they will not come out and say, eh, 
they have uh, done one or two things again. That one will come back here and we'll pop them again. <laughs> they are moving on Chelsea owner and interim sporting director Todd Bowley is angry and perplexed that the previous regime did not move for Aurelian to come in before he joined um, Real Madrid. Uh, I said this on a Monday as well. Um, this was the guy that Chelsea scouted for two years. Um, Seth Fabregas, former Chelsea player, drew Chelsea's attention. Then uh, Peter Cech was still at Chelsea. And he drew Chelsea's attention to him. Chelsea fans were asking him about him. And um, he said he has the potential to go to the next level as a midfield player. And looking at Chelsea's uh, midfield crisis right now, and he's the player they scouted for two years. Uh, I think his initial value was 40 million euros, which was increased to 60 uh, million euros, and finally 100 million euros. But Chelsea were uh, reluctant to meet that um, 100 million euros. And eventually, after missing out on um, Mbappe, that's Real Madrid, they didn't waste any time. And um, they signed this guy, and he has been able to comfortably replace Casemiro, who joined Man United. And we've seen Real Madrid continue their impressive 100% start to the season by not even drawing any game. They've won all their games, both in the league and in the Champions League. Now, my question is this. Um, there were a lot of transfers that the old regime uh, missed out on. Of course, you cannot sign them all. But I don't understand where you scout a player for so long. I know they've been scouting their black and rice as well, but then they've been put off by um, the huge money. I think 100 million pounds that West Ham are asking for and all that. So even Ray Rice himself is refusing um, to sign a new contract. Mind you, he came from the Chelsea Academy, but was released and all that. So um, these new guys, they've made. They, you cannot doubt the ambition that they spent money. So you get now they are chasing a lot of sporting directors to be in place to help um, the club in future and all that. But then, you know, is it time they start blaming the former regime of Chelsea for missing out on so many players, for giving some trust players, average players? Contracts renewers because the likes of Bachuayi, um, Ross Barkley, Bakayoko in 2022 summer they are still we're still that's why we're finding it difficult to move them along. You know, is this a mistake from this old regime that these new guys need to correct? Mind you, these guys are Americans and a lot have been said that they don't know football. So the whole situation and everything is it right to be mad at the old regime that come? You guys made a lot of mess. Mind you, the my agent of um, Tony Rudiger said. Chelsea didn't make any move to really keep Rudiger. You know, that was before the sanctions. That um, if they had offered the contract that he was asking for, and they had to pay by spending over 100 million pounds on both Fofana and Koulibaly. So is it time um, Chelsea fans actually look at the old regime very well and say, in as much as you guys spent money and you tried and won trophies, uh, we missed out on some superstar players that um, uh, we should have signed or we sold, and um, we are where we are because of you people. You know, um, it's. It's easy to blame a coach for using a certain formation True. in a game after he must have lost. True. If he had won the game, then he's, he's the master of it all. Mm -hmm. So what am I trying to say? Asen Wenger missed out on a lot of potential True. superstars. True. You know that he was the first David person Dia, that uh, did Frank actually Ruderi. empire on those people before the other clubs actually picked on them. True. Today, should we go back and say because he didn't pick them, you're not going to sign everybody. True. You know, and there are certain circumstances. If you go back to the time they made those decisions, that made them not to acquire that particular player mm -hmm. at the time they didn't. That we don't know. In that you don't know. Don't forget, Chelsea had a time of, you know. Uh, um, Sanctions. Sanctions. Where yeah, they cannot even afford to. They couldn't even go for anybody. Travel for away games. And then the guy is already on your radar and you couldn't. And then someone else took advantage of that and did the needful. Now, should you still blame him? Okay, maybe he now came off the sanction. 
he also has other persons he wants to get there will always be priorities so you could place this guy that i'm still going to come back for this guy his amount is this now we can get this one for now because we need this key position right now so should you not blame him for going for those key positions because he considered this one as an alternative to mm. somebody he already has See, mm. there's so many things involved in this transfer. business of yeah in the transfer football business generally business the current owners of chelsea are going to make mistakes of course um uh, lukaku if you didn't acquire lukaku at the time you did today you will be saying why didn't they get Lukaku back at the true, time when we true, should have? True, he would have delivered. True. He murders it in the Italian league. True. He's a monster. Mm, the goal scorer. Now, the goal machine. He, he came and what happened? 12 gallons now, of sweat. You guys are blaming. For the 12 gallons of sweat. <laughs> so, so these things are tricky. They are not always, you know, as, as you will program it. In, you know, in your, in your we, head. Don't, we don't know the full story, we don't know the full picture. Yeah, so until we, we get to understand what actually happened and why they didn't pull that uh, uh, transfer through, you really can blame them 100%. Mm. Anyways, um, let's move on to some of our major talking points today. Um, there are some other football stories, if we have time, we'll probably revisit them. But then, like um, I said, first things first, um, a lot of discussions were had um, in the group, in the main group. and. Um, let me start with the world-class players um, these days. Um, I don't like to throw the word world-class around easily. Uh, that's why um, on Monday I said it, that um, back in the day as a striker, he scored 20 goals. Um, you, ha you have a good season, yeah. you know? Yeah. If you scored 30 goals, they call you legend. Yeah. And the likes of Ronaldo and Messi came and added 20 to that 30. And we're scoring 50 goals for fun, like back to back, back to back. So these guys are on, are on another level. And mind you, we do, not be all of us, they choose between Ronaldo and Messi. Some of us just like the two of them. Oh yeah. Share yeah. you get. So because you are not um, in support of Messi or you are not in support of Ronaldo does not mean you are a closest supporter of one and not the other. No, there are some discussions I do not get involved with. Jay-Z and Nas, Ronaldo and Messi. Pack and Biggie. I do not get involved. Sure you understand. Like that. So I'm just a neutral person. I was actually a NAS fan for a very long time. Until I let I heard Jay-Z. I had to call all my friends back in the day. I'm talking uni days and apologize to all of them, the Jay-Z fans that I'm oh, this guy is a monster. I didn't know I apologize, I take it back. So I stopped talking about Jay-Z and NAS and all that. Sure you understand. Or whiskey than the video. Sure you understand stuff like that. Why don't you just enjoy the two of them? These guys are legends of the game. Back to the world class talk. You know? It was why when Lewandowski scored 50 goals, you know, we had to like, come, you've, you've, done, you've done well. She understand? Salah in his best seasons for Liverpool, of in his football career, this scored 50 goals in a season. So it, it, it says a lot about those two guys. And I know there are some guys that you can actually look at and say, no, this guy is actually world-class level. I'm yeah. talking about Karim Benzema, yeah. Harry Kane, she get. I can accept that. She understand? But there are some regular guys. Anyways, may I define them to world-class top class, then the regular guys and, um, you know, the poor guys. Anyways, they ask you, what's, yes now, because normally in your um, grades from school, you have distinction, we have um, first class, we have second class upper, we have second class lower, we have third class, then we have the fail. So you understand? So why can't we categorize these things like that? Because at the end of the day, we all have our um, definition for world class player. We've talked about this um, sometime last year on one of the talk about talk sports show. I just want us to mention it briefly and go to our main talking point where we are still, that one is even going to cause more drama, you know? But then, you know, somebody asked me in the group and said, who are the world-class players in Chelsea? I said, if I even want to pick any world-class player in Chelsea, I'm going to pick Ngolo Kante and um, Thiago Silva. Do you understand? The person, um, 
Omo dara ton no dey fear to call your name. Omo dara ton. Eh eh. So <laughs> it's just jokes guys. Come on. So <laughs> any reason they call you out and you're not here to defend yourself. Anyways, and he said um Edward Mendy won um, the best goalkeeper and he should be in that mode. Kalidou Koulibaly won the best Serie A defender and he should be considered for that position. And I said, "Okay, I see your perspective." Sure you get. I can accept them where you're coming from. But I don't have to agree with you and it's okay. Because at the end of the day, um, Messi and Ronaldo redefined world-class status for me. That's why I put the two of them away from the rest. Sure you understand. And ability for um, you to break into any team in the world and be a starter. And carry that team season after season and season after season and season after season. That's my own definition of world-class. You go to any team and you perform like the baller that you are. Okay, case and point now. A lot of people have caught Salah world class over the years. But look at Liverpool struggling this season. Now, a lot of talk has been coming out that it's because Sadio Mane is not there. So does that mean Salah that you've caught world class in the past is no more world class? How do you explain that? So, bro, just wait. <laughs> I've said a lot. Just wait to this um, convo. I beg. They will move to the main one. Then we throw the phone lines open. ASAP, man. Um, you know, when we talk about world class, uh, I, I usually do not bring in Messi and Ronaldo into that talk because as soon as you use them as standard, they will dwarf the rest of anybody the guys you want to exactly you want to bring into that discussion. So, so first thing first, just eliminate them. These two guys are above world class, ordinary. They are, they are, they are not. <laughs> I can human. live with that. I they can live not with that. I can live with that. So, um, and then we've, we've discussed this before. For for a lot of people, world class is relative. You get um, the angle we see, what we consider a world class player, is is you know different. And the irony is sometimes you see a player that will have a one season wonder, True. and then someone is already joining that person to as be world a world class player. Mm. You know, but over time, to me, it's the consistency for me. So to deliver for club and country. Yeah. So be, be, before I would like to see you as okay, this looks to me like a world class player. Mm -hmm. I want to look at your performance over a five years period. period. True. And I want to be sure that in each of the season you were consistent enough in whatever position exactly. you are in. As exactly. a striker, you're delivering as 20 defender, and above. Exactly. As a defender, the low amount of goals. If, if you are conceding, we should check the goals. They did not come mostly from your wing mm -hmm. or your positioning. As a midfielder, I want to see your assists. As a defensive midfielder, I want to see your tackles. You know, mm -hmm. all these stats are important. Are very, very, very important. And then personally, again for me, I want to look at what you're doing for your club, mm -hmm. and I also want to see what you're doing for your country. Even if your country is not at that, you know, exactly. high position, that popular country. Case Poland. Yes. And Lewandowski. As of today, Lewandowski has over 76 goals for Poland. You know, in, in, in internationally, mm -hmm. there was a time they were not getting past the group stage. But he would deliver to show that, hey, I'm here. You might not know the rest of these guys. He brought that presence to that Polish national team. And, if you know, the rest of the guys him, even stepped up. Yeah, if they not for up. him, Pol I mean, Poland would probably not even win any any game in, in you know, in their, in their, in, um, in the group stage stages. You understand? So he brought the energy into that group. As when, as, as against comparing him with the likes of Ronaldo in his team, and you, you mm. can single out a couple of good brilliant players mm. at that time, the time we have Nani and Co. So, but all I'm trying to say is that, personally, now this is me, I want to look at your five-year work plan, Yes, sir. you know, and see your consistency over that time. And there are some players that have already done that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. they fit into that mode. For me, so, personally. I think I can live with and that. Then, and then, when I see you perform for two years, 
and you are all over the place mm. and then someone calls you world class i'm looking at you that the next year you might just drop out of form and then the next year you are out of there and it is just like me calling um what's his name um uh, for atletico striker morata mora no no morata <laughs> griezmann griezmann uh, okay anton griezmann you know I, I i wouldn't refer him but i've seen some some guys that are like oh don't forget his his work class his performing days you know he delivered mm. at barcelona and did all that stuff even atletico even to start with mm -hmm. at the time you get so my point is for me it will always be about the 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 period of time mm -hmm. but again there are always exceptions exactly how do i mean when um uh, uh I can't believe it. I'm trying to remember his name. <laughs> Man City striker. Uh, Balotelli. No, 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 no. Uh, the, their current striker. Um, Alan. Alan. <laughs> when Alan. Alan. Is his, so I, say, I can't believe this. But it happens. It happens. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. So um, when he started delivering at Dortmund, his second year, we already knew that a star was born. And he started from Salzburg, anyways. He, yeah, he, he, he broke. Did. He broke. His, he, he broke some Champions League record as a teenager. He did, he but did. then guess what? We, we don't went, count him as one. That, that, that's what we're ex saying. Exactly. You know, those, those he are had to his prove himself. Days. Yes, he has to prove himself at Dortmund. At Dortmund, mm -hmm. the first year. Oh, okay. Let's let's you know. Let's move the camera over this guy. Mm -hmm. Let's take a closer look. Second year, he gave it again. Mm -hmm. Boom. Man City, he has turned our, our league to Farmers League. Before he came to Man City, some of us have already crowned him World Class Player. They are even saying he's going to break the goal record for a striker scored in the season. So I, I really hope he does that. I, so I want that, him to you do know, that. A lot of people will be privileged to witness exactly. that history mm -hmm. being made. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we, we, we've said a bit about that um, World Class thing. I didn't know it was going to take that much. But the main conversation today is please tell us your thoughts on players' motivation to play football these days. Is it for money? Or is it just for the love of the game? Now, in the group when we were talking about this, we spoke about um, Taiwa Wonyi moving from Union Berlin to Nottingham Forest. And a lot of people argued it was a bad move. A lot of people argued it was a good move because Premier League will build your profile, people will watch you more, and um, you can succeed anyways, and you can move to actually a bigger club. Um, a lot of people pointed the fact that Union Berlin are currently Bundesliga League leaders, and they are doing well in the Europa League. And it should have stayed there because He's playing in Europe compared to moving to the likes of Nottingham Forest that can easily be relegated. And they pointed um, the case of Emmanuel Dennis that moved from Club Bruges to Watford and Watford was relegated and had to be bought by Nottingham Forest. Also, a case for Joe Aribo was mentioned um, from, from Rangers, um, a, a, yes, a Europa League finalist um, in, um, sorry, uh, yes, Europa League finally. Uh, finalist um, last season and um, to and a title contender. Yes, know. yes, they are always pushing for the Scottish League and all that. But season we all know, to, we all know the Scottish League. You cannot, you cannot test yourself. You cannot compare the, compare the players in the Scottish League to the players in the Premier League. He's a midfielder in Southampton now and he's playing against some of the best players in the world week in week out. We get to see him more compared to when he was in Scotland. So a lot of you know back and forth was made with these two guys um, cited as major examples. And um, he went as far as even saying Messi left Barcelona because of money. That one was actually intense. A lot of guys got a lot of disagreement about that. <laughs> and it's just crazy because at the end of the day, I will tell you first things first, these guys play for money first. That's my own take on it. So anybody should not tell me anything. Um, uh, exceptions to that I, can, that I can think of right now, and that I've been thinking about this while, it's just um, Francesco Totti that played for Roma. I know in his days, he had offers from the best teams in Italy I offered him more money to leave Roma and outside Italy and he did not make the move. So I can give him that exception. The likes of John Terry that stayed at Chelsea, 
re- receive higher money. Gerard. J- yes. Gerard, Gerard um, they increased his money, but not what he could have. The offers and, he was yes, getting. But you see, at the end of the day. And where he could actually go and get trophies. Yeah. You know, yeah. trophies at the yeah. time. So, so what? So how, do you, how do you weigh in on this um, Awoneyi, Messi, or generally football players, first things first? Uh, is it money or um, is it video profile like um, a lot of the guys said in the group? I, I think you, you, you. For me, you, you've nailed what it is. It's for, first of all, it's money. Um, majority of these guys, don't forget, came from a very poor background. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys, not saying they're all of them, most of them, a lot of them. And this is about the trade. It's it's about a game they love. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's number one. But then it's about the money that you want to make. But it, it doesn't stop with money too. You want True. to look at True. the environment where you are going. True. Okay, these guys are going to pay me a hundred uh, million and these guys wants to pay me 80 million. Okay, but if I go to that 80 million place, I love the environment. I love the country. I love what this offer me. I can make do with not having that extra 20 million, million, you know, that they'll be bringing to the table. So, but it's a whole lot of stops here. So let, let's not always conclude that it's always just about the money. Mm. But I, I do understand why uh, the case Awoni, of uh, yeah, Awoni, yeah, Awoni, Awoni for me, more, you know, because I say Awoni because he, he, he came into a club that just got promoted, one. A club, as of the time, that can easily, from the look of things, you know, when you wear clubs, who will survive relegation? A club that could easily, you know, get relegated again if they don't find their feet. Um, he's coming from a club that were actually doing well over two, three seasons mm-hmm. locally mm-hmm. and then in the Europe as well, solid. And there is the, um, you know, you know, there's always the projection for a, a club, the direction yeah. that they are going mm. with the coach they have. Not taking away his love to play in the Premier League because he, he left from Liverpool to Union Berlin and he has always wanted to play in the Premier League. So I think he, apart from the huge salary of as well yeah uh, i think the the appeal to play in the premier league week in week out to actually start and play in the premier league and put yourself out there was also a factor for him though i don't know i'm just saying uh, well i'm not him just i'm not i'm not him but, <laughs> you know but always judge from afar and yeah. i think it's it's down mainly to money mm. him coming to Nottingham forest because mm. if you if you if you put the two clubs for him without the extra money incentive mm. it's not way on earth he's going to come to Nottingham Forest. Mm. Okay, you want to think that him coming home, which is an argument I've heard before, mm. that when he's at Nottingham Forest, then the other Premier League clubs will be able to see him. Mm. And then he could have the opportunity of actually getting to play mm. for other, the bigger mm. English clubs. And then I told them, I said, this is a guy that can actually continue in that place, still shine, and those English clubs, depending on his scouts mm-hmm. and the guys that are man- managing him, that will still bring his, his room like, back home mm-hmm. he could end up playing for tottenham next season exactly he could end up playing for west anything, ham anything is possible you that's, know, a, that's football i just football. think northern forest is that kind of a team that would as against bringing out the best in you they would could easily kill your career exactly exactly so it's a it's a case of um it has its advantages and disadvantages so i was never up for his move I said it that time. I said I, I don't know why, but you know, tomorrow will prove if his decision was right. the best one or not. But right now, the best of what he's having in his offer is the extra money now, quick in his bank account. Quick account. one before I throw the phone lines open. 
Um, the case of Aribo to Southampton, do you think that one there's nothing wrong with that, or he should have just remained a ranger and be playing Champions League football this season? <laughs> um, Mind I, you, when they moved, they were playing Champions League qualifiers. It's not as if they had already qualified for the Champions League. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's tricky because they are not exactly similar. See, Southampton is again another team that has been consistent in the Premier League. There are seasons they, they perform so wonderfully well, and then some seasons they drew back. I, I am okay with him coming to Southampton. A team that I know that if they get their axe right, I know they're not getting it exactly right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he can shine forth and get himself into another uh, uh, bigger team. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget, they are all in the UK. It is what it is. Anyways, I will be opening the phone lines now, please, because of our time. Just be precise, say what you want to say. Uh, if there's a back and forth, don't worry, I will try and manage the time. Uh, just say what you want to say. If you can't get through, send an SMS to 080 229910450 with your name and location. But if you want to call into the show, the number to call is 0702 Which of these are conversation that we have been talking about since morning? Would you like to uh, be a part of? Um, all right. Hello. Uh, good evening. Good evening, sir. Who am I speaking with? Mr. Mr. Okay. Okay, Thank you for joining us on Football Extra. Your contribution. You said. I said I want to, I want to, I want to talk about Alan Wood. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. The thing is, the Premier League has a stage, you know, it's this drama that Southern League doesn't have. So, and the appeal, and as well as, you know, when you, when you, as a Nigerian, when you play in this kind, in this kind of league, your people back at home, they are able to see you and give you a better level to play in the Super Eagles. Mm. That is one about Alan. Alan is such a beauty to be able one of the, you know, let me say is at the apex of the, you know, of the predator in terms of pushing goals for now. Mm. So, I think we just, we just, we did. So, we may just keep watching and get excited with all what we have to do for the table. So, we definitely, we're going to, you know, everyone of us will be taking advantage at the end of the day, actually the number of goals that will be pushed into the next. So, it's going to be a great one. So, that's my contribution. Thank you. Alright, All right. thank, thank you so you. much, Mr. Uluwa Rotimi. He was very precise. I bet, eh? He has laid the foundation now. Yeah, you guys should just follow suit. Uh, the number to send the SMS to is 0802299 The number to call is 0702 Hello? Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening, sir. Who am I speaking with, please? Yeah, my name is Terry Kumaja. Yeah. Terry, how are you doing? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Oh, yeah, I'm doing good. Are they alright? Are you there, your side? Your contribution. <laughs> Do you know what we are talking uh, about? Uh, yes, I had uh, uh, my young players moving, either moving from money uh, to, to just for the to leave where they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, yeah spoke, uh, we spoke about our players' motivation to play football these days. Is it money or the love of the game? And we cite um, examples of Awoni's move from Union Berlin, who are currently top of the Bundesliga, to Nottingham Forest, a team that was promoted and signed to three players over the summer. And also Joe Aribo's move from Rangers to Southampton. 
and we also broach on the subject of Messi um, leaving Barcelona. That I mean, Barcelona was really um, the love of his life. We could have just played for free because uh, they said uh, they offered to play for free. I don't understand where that statement came from. You know, all that. Then also, um, criteria for um, categorizing players into world class players these days. You know, stuff like that. Okay, I'm just touching. For me, aside from Arimi, I think generally it differs. But mostly, players are not coming. They are going to be messy. Madrid winning their La Liga title, their last one. You know, he put the, yeah, he put the numbers out for Liverpool. He won the Champions League with Barcelona. True, true, true. And he did his, did it, he did it with Uruguay as well. So true, true. So that's the Appreciate you all so much for sharing the link as well. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Good evening, sir. 
Yeah, good evening, Richard. I can meet you. Good evening. Winning, is that you? Yeah, me. Oh, yeah, now. ASAP. ASAP. Yeah, see, um, um, see I'm, 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 I'm not contributing about the discussion of the day. I just want to attack you, uh, Jay Fonda. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> I listen I to the program on, uh, on Monday. I'm sorry, no. I'm thinking, uh, I'm sorry. I was thinking that. I'm sorry. 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 i am i my brother, talk about my cowboy now. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Thank you for calling the winning. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Ah, oh, winning. London man. Winning. I'm coming for you. Ah, that's what. Winning, oh. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. But then it was a name that was suggested by Todd Bully. I don't understand these Americans sometimes. What is London Cowboys? What's that? It's thinking about the idea of cowboys, which is a thing for them in America. But is it a thing for them in London? It's a businessman. You need to. He talks. He, 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 he talks a lot of stuff about um, embracing the culture, embracing the including a sense of including the local supporters. And you came up with a name like London Cowboy. I expect London people to accept it. They can accept the London, but they will tell you to go and bring a better name than Cowboys. I don't understand. What do you mean? The Blues is already a very good name that we like. We had the songs about to keep the blue flag flying high. You know, what is London Cowboys? What is that? Apologies to everybody, Jerry, for not talking about it. What? How? Why? <laughs> Bully, take time, oh. Don't let me come to London and come and meet you and, <laughs> and seize your cowboy hat. I have this message here, good guys. I'm good PM, guys, to the topic of the day. Um, for me, money is the first in those um, three countries Brazil, France, and Nigeria. Then, in other countries, you're going to play for some good football. Freedom um, from New Trafford. Um, this is a Jade. I want to ask if changing Chelsea name is going to be realistic. Um, AY pumping. From Akure. I don't think it's going to be realistic because um, it will be very, very difficult. If you know ordinary the Chelsea pitch owners alone, you can, if you understand Chelsea history very well, you will know how much they stressed um, 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 Roman Abramovich. And at the point, they were even considering bringing some sponsors to change the name of um, Stamford Bridge. And they met that <laughs> a lot of um, um, difficulties achieving that. So <laughs> I just I don't think it's going to happen. But if I want to scale it on the probability of it happening, I think it's 90% of it not happening. And of course, 10% of it happening because at the end of the day he's the owner he's the one bringing all the money and um, I think uh, he doesn't he doesn't need that distraction right now with, against the supporters in this early tenure so I think it's just a suggestion he's just training it out there to test the waters and I'm sure the water that he met in fact uh, they've turned into a boot so <laughs> uh, this was it for me Maguire is a world-class player directly or indirectly who be this how are your message no complete you can't be you can't be you can't freedom you go be I'm guessing that's freedom <laughs> say Maguire is a world-class oh okay he said, Maguire is a world-class player directly or indirectly to me. When your name is all over the place, you are a world-class player. But we move. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs>
Freedom. Uh, anyways, it is what it is. Oh, I appreciate um the guys' contribution. I think um I can't take calls anymore because of our time. I'm so sorry um for throwing up um the phone lines on very late. I've been trying open this, but then you can always listen for the podcast. So if you are in the group, I always post the link to the podcast. I post it on our Twitter Empire Radio at Empire Radio One Zero Four. I post it on the handle there. Um, I post it on the podcast. I also post it on my status. Um, so um. You can always listen to the program if you missed the program or you want to share the program with somebody, you can always share the um, share the link um, with them. So um final final take, final take um from the everything that um Oluwa wrote to me, Terry and Winning has said, um final take on everything we spoke about today. Um I, I already said that the, the job of the Juventus manager is definitely mm. on the line. True. Um I, I mentioned it earlier, you were saying uh Monza won two matches they've actually this is actually, no no they, they, that was their first Serie win ever against Juventus I saw it on the show on Monday uh, it is even their first Serie win this season yeah, that's what that's what I mean by their first Serie win oh, okay. ever oh yeah ever oh, so it has to be this so it has to be their first win this season <laughs> they've not won before so their first ever Serie win and to do it against Juventus I think that was that's the nail on the coffin for me yeah. for Max Allegri so yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with you absolutely I absolutely I think this um, uh, international uh, period is just a time for them to really scout and probably do Chelsea's magic. Then, <laughs> uh, um, ah, Well, <laughs> you are my leader, so I can't even complain. On Taiwo, I only, you know, you were asking me the other time about uh, uh, Joe Aribo, and yeah. I'm like, I, I understand the move from Rangers to Southampton, but Southampton to me is still a competitive uh, team. It's just like questioning why Jesus left Man City. That is a trophy winning team and came to Arsenal mm. where there is not a trophy winning team. You know, like mm. right now, technically we understand why he had to make that move because of positioning and his playing time. Is there any more money Arsenal do? Don't let us forget uh, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I'm, more money but I'm saying that. I understand, I understand what yeah, you're saying. Aside yes. the more money, the more money is important. Just like Joe Aribo. Aribo is any more. But like I said, I think it might not be going up, but it's still a good career move. Yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. as against the move that Awoni made, True. for a player that just got to uh, Union Berlin, mm. and uh, aside his loan uh, uh, playing days, he played 31 games when he became a permanent uh, player, and he scored 15 times. That's half the number of times uh, one goal every two games. You know, every two games. They got to the um, DFL Cup final. I think they got to the um, Europa League semi final. Um, they, they qualified for the Champions League. So come on. And they are top of the Bundesliga. You a star. Just stay there one, two more seasons. But money. Money. Then, Ego. Okay, yeah. So Ego. down to what we're saying, right? Ego. The money, the money. Part. Ego. But like I said, <laughs> if you are stay there one more season, uh, deliver as he is delivering right now, he will get a team that is way, way over Nottingham Forest. So purely money. And I still don't think was a good career move for him. Mm, mm, okay. Um, I think with um, having listened to, I used to think it was a good career move, but then having listened to um, everything that everybody has spelled out, I feel um, using the Emmanuel Dennis um, case as a yardstick, I think um, it should be the wrong move. Um, we should have waited a bit with Union Berlin and probably um, could have gotten a better move, but then it's still probability. What if he gets injured? What if he doesn't return to his, uh, his form that he have a Union Berlin? And will these clubs come back? Here you get. You what never if he know. relegates now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this, whoa, that's why I said. That's why I said he has his advantages and disadvantages. Before I used to be okay. It was the right move for him because at the end of the day, fine. First things first, get your money, get paid. 
Then secondly, you know, you are playing in the most um, watched league um, against better players, so better defenders. It will help your progression and it will help your chances in, in breaking into the Super Eagles. I, I was an advocate for that, but I haven't listened to everybody. I think that it might just be uh, wrong because you should have just waited. And but he was doing well. It wasn't yeah. just that the club yeah. was doing yeah. well. Yeah. It was that yeah. he was also doing yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, that one. But for Aribu, I think that one is a good move. Nothing anybody I wants have, to tell about that one. Um, and like um, Terry said, Messi, um, you say you love this club. Every time you... They, Go and check how many times contract Messi renewed his contract with Barcelona, and the, the money just kept going up, going up, going up. And this is the time that this club are in this thing. Reduce your salary to that barest minimum that the club can actually afford. I'm not saying you should play for free, but work out some sort of system, some sort of payment system, where now just under a season now they are posting profit, so they may not be able to pay you what you are used to earning, but eventually they will be able to they will be they will be able to pay you overall and probably give you 100% of your image right. I'm sure they could have come to some sort of negotiation or some sort of conclusion. And if the uh, president Laporta was against you doing that, why don't you say it um, while you are still there and let the fans weigh in? And you know what the fans will do, they will always support Messi. But he said that statement when he got to PSG that if they had asked him, like we would have played for free. Why didn't you say it when you were at Barcelona before you made the move? That was my question to Messi. I, so, I, I don't know, it, it, people can always argue differently for me, but I think Messi leaving Barcelona was a win-win situation. Yeah, Where for, for him was a win for, for Barcelona. Everybody. Barcelona needed and money financial was financial burden. And money was involved. Off them. And money they was needed involved. It. And then Messi's career-wise, you know, it was already on his he wanted, decline. Yeah, he wanted a competitive league He needed league in something like this. He couldn't just a player like him couldn't just have been stuck with just Barcelona. Mm. It's not about trophy or to prove anything to no, anybody. The point was he loved the club. He wanted to play for the club all his he, life. His he, family he, are settled he, there. Children are born in That was that. God, he loves for the club. He should have. I mean, my my own point was okay. He wanted to maintain his salary and remain in a competitive league in Europe. People, people were saying he should have gone to UAE. I said he can't go to UAE with the World no, Cup coming. No. So he, he, you know, he, he remained in um, um, in Europe. He won the Copa America and he's still playing competitive football. Hey, he still played Champions League football some days ago and he even scored. While the other goat Ronaldo is not playing Champions League football. Uh, so it is what it is. Get. Money was a factor for him moving to PSG as well. There's not anybody will tell me love or no love of Barcelona. That's my point. But then. That's all we can tell today on this show. It's always as if I'm fighting you people. I'm not fighting you people. <laughs> so, prim shout out to everybody who listened and participated on the show today. You guys are my heroes. For those of you that didn't get the opportunity um, to participate, we appreciate you all the same. Big ups to my guest in the house, Ike, the gunner man who Thanks. Always good to have you in the studio. Anytime. All right, don't forget to make it a date with us on football. Um, extra every Wednesday right here on Empire Radio 104.5 FM by 5 p.m. Talk football, talk sport return on Friday by 4 p.m. as well for insights into the world of sports. I'm sure you know you can always promote your goods and services with us on Empire Radio, and we are still located at Empire Building Number One in Fedjola Arowolo Street, behind BJ Philly Station, Oshukoti Layout, opposite Olufo Makure. On those states will help us pay the bills while we help you increase awareness about your products and services. I still remain Jerry Foma, the J2 under signing out. Do have yourself a fantastic evening. Um, bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>